0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door
1: with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
0: Hi guys, it's Audrey again. So listen, I thought I was gonna have time this week to actually mix our new intro music, but I didn't, so here we are again. Um, So that's my bad please keep listening to the show. I promise. I promise. I will have it for next week. Okay, let's do it. Okay, bye. I love you. Did I do it right this time? Did I do it according to your specifications? Okay, first of all, you literally did not do
2: anything. <laughs> we learned from last week that you can't be trusted with three, two, one, click You just want to click on three like a freak. It's too much responsibility for me. I get too excited. You're click happy. Okay. Right. So this is our second attempt at this podcast uh, and maybe a life
0: too. Who knows? Our second and last attempt. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we're done after this. Uh, if this one doesn't work, Audrey's going to like nail me to something. Yeah. So my audacity just stopped. It just stopped uh, recording three minutes in after we had been recording for 29 minutes. Love that for us. That's called a dress rehearsal. Think about how much better this episode's going to be
0: now. At least twice as better because we've had 24 more hours to think about it guess what? I I didn't. Uh, I also I also didn't. Okay, now <laughs> I have
2: you split screen. This is going to be so distracting. Uh, I have you split screen with Audacity so I can like fucking watch it.
0: How are you otherwise? Um, I'm chilling. You know, it's still 90 degrees in Washington, D.C. this week. Are we really discussing the weather right now when I ask you how you're doing? I think it's relevant only because like tomorrow is the start of regular season hockey and it's october and a global warming is going to kill us all so i just thought i would start off by reminding everybody of that light fun cheery fact
2: i've read somewhere that like air conditioners other than cows are like the biggest contributors to global warming and you gotta wonder what about these ice drinks true well i'm sorry that it's hot I'm doing great. Yeah, Thanks how for are asking. You? How are, sorry. Are As you just staring into the distance? <laughs> and how are you, my best friend of the world? Uh, okay, all right, calm down. You don't have to like make up for it now. It's fine. <laughs> uh I am uh, also chilling. I paid off my
0: parking tickets today. Big day for little Christina. Yeah.
2: So I would I would love to tell you that I did this because I'm taking control of my life. You can. You can
0: just stop there. You don't have to tell the truth if you don't no, want I'm to. No, I'm going to tell <laughs> I feel like I need- You're coming clean. Let the rain I'm fall coming down. Clean.
2: Oh my God. Oh, can that be the ending song? No, she would DMCA yeah. us or whatever. Uh, anyway, so I did not do this. I did not pay these tickets on time. That is why it cost me $600. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason that I actually paid it off is because I had a boot on my car. Mm-hmm. So I would just like to use this platform to make a statement right now. I am a sovereign citizen. Laws Never do again. no longer
0: apply to you. What color is the boot? Yellow or red? It's yellow. Oh. So it's kind of like happy, you know, like, oh, you got to pay it. If you only got a yellow card, not a red card.
2: Yeah, I don't know what a red card would be.
0: They take it to the dump and incinerate it.
2: Honestly, if they did that, that would be fine. I I need to get rid of that car. Are you excited for the regular season to start
0: for actual competitive hockey again?
2: I feel like I'm not, I don't know. I almost said scared, but scared is not the right word. I, I have a lot of trepidation going into my second full season. Why? Well, what if it's? What if I didn't learn anything?
0: What if it's not as good as the first time? What if
2: it's not as... Yeah, What? there's nothing like your first time.
0: It's going to be great. It's going to be great. You're going to know so much more. You know all the guys. You know so many guys now.
2: I know so many guys' names. I know an incredible amount of men's names.
0: Well, we have to talk about the Western Conference today. So let me start off with this. How many guys can you name oh, no. on the Anaheim Ducks?
2: I can name one guy.
0: Is it John Gibson. <laughs>
2: It is Sean Gibson. (laughs) And I can name like a former Duck, but that's about it.
0: Okay. Well, are we going to improve on that record this year? Probably not.
2: No, because we are taking away your ability to vote on anything.
0: No more public option on this podcast.
2: No, wait, we did. We were watching a Ducks game when both of us were just like, we're not doing this anymore. Kill me. Kill me. (laughs) We literally stopped
0: doing it after that episode. It was so painful anyway what did the ducks do this summer anything
2: they're still there uh, it's more like stuff happened to the ducks more than like anything like anything they did uh, they continue to try to work around their their flightless bird uh, Ryan Kessler who is just made of glass and also very bad but the big news from the ducks this season this offseason was that they offloaded old man Corey Perry which like sounds like Luke Perry
0: yes and
2: I think like uh,
0: Luke Perry is dead
2: I no, Stop reminding me. Stop re-traumatizing me. That was really sad. I know. It was sad. But, like, let me just go down this train of thought. Yeah, sure. I hear Corey Perry. Mm-hmm. I think... Luke Perry, I think Beverly Hills 90210, and then I'm all the way back around in Anaheim again. It's like a beautiful circle. That's just how my brain works, baby. This is me on Adderall. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, so Corey Perry's not a duck anymore. We'll talk about him a little bit more when we get to Dallas, but that's all she wrote,
0: folks. John Gibson is still holding it down in Anaheim. Cancer King, what's up? All right, can we please talk about a team that actually matters? Go off. Uh oh,
2: here we go. Say box. it with me.
0: Say it with me. Yodes to the playoffs 2020. I would like We're to We're going. It. This is the phrase that's consumed me like since mid July has been the three words Kessel, Kachina, Jersey. The only three words that matter to me. It's my mantra. It like instantly calms me down. Yeah,
2: do you feel your heart rate slow whenever you think of that beautiful name? This
0: was just like a trade that was perfectly designed to make me as happy as possible because the penguins are going to suffer for it. There were all kinds of questions around, oh, is it a trade because of his character? Is there drama between of getting Malkin and Phil Kessel? It was all the perfect storm of soap opera drama that we want from the NHL, obviously. That's why we watch. Wait,
2: remember when he was selling his house? <laughs> oh my God. And then he was selling his house
0: in Pittsburgh and there were all those pictures online of like his (laughs) basement movie theater with one chair in it.
2: First of all, that's king shit
0: right there. (laughs) I love that boy.
2: He's like, this is my chill room. Also the only decoration in there was a signed glitter poster, like the Mariah From Carey. From Mariah Carey.
0: Why did he have that? Did Phil hang that up? I don't know. I don't know if getting answers to this would make it any better, or if it's just good that he's a mystery. But also, my favorite part of this whole saga was like, is he? Has he been traded because he's like secretly a degenerate gambler? You know, has he been going to the Pittsburgh casinos the nights before games? It was this whole like, is Jim Rutherford sick of dealing with? Phil Kessel's shit, which I'm like, what is his shit? Scoring goals. <laughs> he seems pretty boring otherwise. But honestly, he's going to have a great time in Phoenix. I'm so happy for him. It's like perfectly suited to his personality. Because it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, he, when it, it sucks. But like he could just like golf and go to the casinos and hang out by the pool. He has a really cute dog.
2: What's really disturbing to me is thinking about Phil Kessel with a wife.
0: That's why he doesn't have one.
2: He doesn't seem to be in that way.
0: That's why I relate to him so much.
2: (laughs) You want to have a basement? With um, one chair?
0: He's literally living my dream.
2: Would you put a chair in for me, though?
0: Maybe a folding one.
2: Oh, my God.
0: So the thing about the Yotes is that last season, they uh, had the third lowest shooting percentage in the league. Damn.
2: hold on that's like actually kind of impressive considering they barely missed the playoffs how did that even work
0: Last season for them was just was like a Frankenstein team because everybody was so injured that I would turn on games and I'd be like, these are all AHL players who have ne- never played an NHL game before. And it would just be like a different rotating roster every month. It was like a make-a-wish. It was like a make-a-wish oh, team.
2: A make-a-wish team if you're like an 11-year-old Ontario farm boy. Right, who wants
0: to go to Scottsdale for a month. But they did, they signed Clayton Keller to a very, very, very expensive eight-year deal. And so basically everybody who isn't a diehard Yotes fan, which is like everybody, um, (laughs) thinks is way too much money. So we'll see how that turns out. Maybe he'll have a great year. Maybe he won't. Either way, he's making a lot of money.
2: Maybe he'll grow his first
0: hair in his chest. He'll become
2: a real man. Earn a
0: signing bonus for that. (laughs) Let's talk about the Flames. What did they do this summer after washing out unexpectedly of the Stanley Cup Finals? They got rid of James Neal. Rough three years for James Neal. He's now with the Oilers. Also lost all his teeth in, last year. But he has
2: a really hot wife,
0: girlfriend.
2: So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for some toothless action.
2: No, no, I don't want. No, I'm talking about oh girlfriend, Melanie. Not... Oh
0: yeah, she's Melanie. So yeah, God. the most beautiful woman on earth. The only other thing that I went on with the Flames this summer is that. It's funny, like, when I was putting together my notes for this episode about a week and a half ago, my only note was, sign Matthew Kachuk, you cowards. (laughs) Um, And they did. They did that for me. Thank you so much. That's my boy. Oh, I'm so
2: proud of him. He went out and he immediately bought an Audi. I love your mid-level executive car, Matthew Kachuk. Is it white? It's white, right? It's like a silvery white. It looks like bird shit. (laughs) It looks like shiny bird shit. It's
0: also like, it snows a lot in Calgary, so it's going to get so dirty.
2: I sometimes I think about just, like, the realities of living in Calgary or Edmonton. That's so dreary. That sucks. What the fuck is there to do in Calgary? Um... Crime? They have a lot of
0: nature stuff going on. Okay,
2: fuck that, first of all.
0: Second of all, it's cold! I mean, like, it's cold in Montana, and people live in Montana or, like, upstate New York. Well, I mean, at what cost? But yes, okay, anyway. Good job, Matthew. Good job, Matthew. He's now actually the highest paid player on the Flames this year. That's my little rat boy. I love him. It's for only two years. It's right? a three-year deal, Three and years, it's like yeah. $7 million a year, which is a pretty good deal, right?
2: I love that it's a bridge deal. I love that he didn't go for like a long term, because he's just going to ride out the Flames championship window, and then like, uh, bye, I'm at my peak.
0: The Flames are like a really degenerate fraternity. Oh my God. They remind me of Pike Texas.
2: You're a Texas Pike alum. I'm sorry, but you are a degenerate. they are like
0: Crow, where I went to college. That is, it's no longer allowed on campus. So, uh, (laughs) oops. Whoop. Hate (laughs) it when that happens. Yeah, I hate to see it. But you're always like walking by their house and you're like, what the fuck is going on in there? What is happening? Yeah, that's the Flames. They're just dirty puppies. Yeah got a kachuk related text yes it says hi i have a question okay here it goes (laughs) i'm gearing myself up (laughs) thank you (laughs) which of the garbage sons are brady and matthew robert thomas as the dreaded laramie seems a given love the podcast glad you're back Audrey
2: is like pulling up some charts in the background. Now she's got I have, like a pointer. Uh, Venn
0: diagram. Here we go. So I did, you know, some research about this. A because this is like the most one of the most important and iconic pieces of content that I think has been produced on the internet in the last decade. Mm-hmm. So yes, great question, Rob Thomas. Definitely the dreaded Laramie. Because he won the Stanley Cup this year, so he obviously loves loud crimes with minimal jail sentences and also making nighttime last longer. That just lines up completely with that storyline.
2: 100%, I see it. Matthew
0: Kachuk is obviously Royce. He is the gutter boy supreme. I can see him doing terrible things to Keith Kachuk's wonderful car. And I can also see him being the main reason why Keith goes to the hospital. (laughs)
2: I wonder how many times Keith and Matthew have, like, come to blows. Yeah, have
0: done physical violence to each other. Brady then is, of course, Preston, because Keith obviously likes him slightly more. (laughs) So he's the gutter prince, and also knowing about him and the Ottawa Senators in general does make me very tired. That's my breakdown. Let's talk about Chicago.
2: I just want to take a moment to like really appreciate the work that you put into that. Thank you.
0: It's called investigative journalism. Look it up.
2: (laughs) You have a degree in it, baby. Uh, Anyway, Blackhawk. So they spent most of the summer trying to upgrade their frankly turgid blue line. It's not looking good there, folks. That's a really good SAT
0: word. Turgid.
2: Turgid. I love it. It's very fun to say.
0: Well, it's one of those words that, oh God, I'm going to forget what the, oh, onomatopoeia, where it sounds like what it is. Courage. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that word and like ah, uh, God, what's the word? Viscous. The same. Ugh. Viscous is a really good word too. Okay. Anyway. Uh so they spent most of the summer trying to upgrade their defense. I don't know if We'll see. They had to do something, but I don't know if uh, if adding Calvin Dahan and Olimata is like a good.
0: I feel like they were move. good cheap pieces that were available, where they were like, we, yeah, the, you know, their cap space is so crunched already that they were like, well, this is all we can afford, so we're gonna right. get two for the price of one.
2: Like you said, they're facing just like some serious salary issues, especially with both DeBrinket and Strom. They're gonna be in free or restricted free agency next season, so they are. That's they're gonna have to trade somebody big, and I can't. And I would like to see it. Uh, Probably the biggest story that came out of Chicago this summer was, I still don't understand this, the uh, Leonard to uh, Chicago acquisition. Oh yeah,
0: that's very weird.
2: The weird thing about it is, is Leonard signed for about the same amount. It's like the
0: exact same contract, basically.
2: Yeah. After the season that he's had, I don't understand why they weren't willing to keep him there. Was he just a
0: huge asshole? I think what probably happened is that Lou Lammarello in Long Island wanted to make a play for Bobrovsky or Panarin. Mm. And so he told Robin Leonard, like, we're not going to be able to secure your place on this team. And then Robin Leonard was like, well, I'm not going to go where I'm not wanted. And up and started looking at other offers and was like, Chicago seems fine. You know, I'll be the starter. And they need a new goalie (laughs) because Corey Crawford is just like circling the city in one of his large vintage cars. (laughs) So that he doesn't get concussed.
2: He's got his helmet on at all times. He is not allowed to go to Rise Against Shows anymore. No, he is not. I'm excited to see them in Chicago. Mm. Chicago has needed a goalie upgrade for like three years now. Right. And uh, its they're not my team, but I, I, I basically I live in Chicago, so I go see a lot of Blackhawks games. It sucks to see their offense bogged down by their...
0: Really shitty defense.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, their absence of the net, especially.
0: How do you feel about how they are really pushing the Debrinkat and Dylan Strome friendship this summer?
2: Okay, you know that, like, reaction gif or video of where it's, like, the the girls poking the dead squid on the beach? Like, do something. Do something! <laughs> I feel like it's- Dylan Strom is the least emotive person I've ever seen in my life. I love him. It's so peaceful for me to, like, look at his face because he's always just making, like, a slashy face emoji. He doesn't look happy or sad. He just looks present, mm-hmm. and that is all I'm striving
0: to be. It's so nice because they're so perfectly balanced as opposites of each other. It's a great, in yeah. that way, it's a great Marketing. It's, a it's a great marketing ploy for them because you can so perfectly distill their personalities down to, like, good cop, bad cop.
2: The long brain cell and the <laughs> short brain cells
0: together. Literally, they're, they're she- pinky in the brain.
2: Oh my god, that is... That's cursed thing to say, but we both like them because they are it's almost like a pathetic kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's cute. But what the Blackhawks would like to do is they would like to be able to package them how they used to package Kane and Taze mm-hmm. back when they
0: won the first cup. And
2: that is just <laughs> sort of an insult to both Kane and Taze because Stroman and Derricka are good. Yeah, they're, they're good like,
0: guys, but they're not, they're not Hall of Famers as of right now.
2: I would love to live in a reality where Dylan Strome is in the Hall of Fame, but uh, he's in in my Hall of Fame, and that's all that matters. All right. Do you want to take
0: it west? To the boys. My boys. Over the
2: Mississippi. Yes.
0: Over the Mississippi, where we learned Chicago is east of the Mississippi. So why is it in the Western Conference? Just something for everybody to think about.
2: Gary Bettman, would you like to explain that to us? We had a full-on, like, 20-minute digression on the last episode about geography, so you're lucky. You're lucky. You're lucky
0: that one went to the graveyard of unpublished (laughs) podcasts. The Avs. Lots of hype around these boys this year. One of the biggest trades of the summer was with the Leafs, and they landed Nazem Kadri, and also they've got Kale McCarr now for their blue line, so they're, like, stacked.
2: And it's such an improvement from last season where they only had, like, one really great, amazing line. Right.
0: It's good for Kadri because I think he probably needed a change of scenery. But also in Toronto, obviously, he wasn't getting the chance to be, like, a first or second line center because their forward core was so deep that, like, he literally just couldn't crack it. You know, you still have McKinnon, you have Gabe Landeskog, you have Miko Rantanen who finally just signed his contract, like, two days ago. And then Andre Burakovsky, was shipped to Colorado. I actually, I'm very happy for him. He requested a trade.
2: Baby's flying out of net. He requested
0: a trade because he wanted more ice time and kind of like in the same Bodus Cadre where he was like, I'm on the verge of leveling up my play, but I'm just not getting enough playing time here. So he's... He's 20. I think he's 20. He might still be 24. So like he's right on the cusp of, you know, this is the peak of my career. I want to go somewhere where I can really flourish. I also Mm -hmm. think it's nice because Philip Grubauer is their starting goalie now that Varlamov is gone. So it's nice because it's like Andre Burakovsky has somebody who he used to play with in the cap, like somebody that he won the Stanley Cup with to kind of hang out with. So it's a nice situation all around, I think.
2: Would you like to go on a little journey down south?
0: Let's talk about your team. The team that you have taken full ownership of.
2: I am actually the owner of the Dallas Stars. I have bought it. I purchased it. Congratulations <laughs> to me. You may tip your cowboy hat at me <laughs> as, you, as you walk in. So the Stars had a pretty weird summer. Probably weird mostly because for like the first part of the summer, I would like violently harass them every day. On, on Twitter.
0: Twitter. How you are still not blocked. Mystery to me.
2: Yeah, well, they, like, know who I am now because they'll reply to me kind of meanly. And I'm like, can you calm down? We're all just living in the moment here. Let me harass you, bro. Uh, yeah, so I uh, harass them daily about, like, when was the Zuccarillo contract going to come out? And
0: spoiler alert! I literally think that they did not sign him because you kept tweeting at them.
2: I don't think that's true. There are several other people doing mm-hmm. it. So maybe our collective hive mind... Yeah. They just don't want to give. They're just withholding. They get off on withholding. So the stars did make some pretty big moves this summer. They stole Pavelski. I am still on the fence about this decision for them to sign Pavelski. I mean, they're paying him like a lot of money and I don't super understand why they would go for this versus keeping my short prints with them. <laughs> I know. I know what it boiled down to is, like, they didn't want to give him the term that... Or they didn't want to give Zuccarello the term that he wanted. But I still... I still don't really understand the decision. I mean, a lot of people who are much smarter at hockey than I am said this is good. I think
1: it was
0: probably just came down to scoring numbers. They needed more scoring depth because you can't keep relying on, and especially like Tyler Sagan had a fine end of the season last year, but like his scoring was down like the whole first half of the season. And so you can't necessarily rely on him and um, Miro and all the young Finnish teens that (laughs) make up the rest of the Dallas Stars.
2: Why do they have a hostel of like, It's literally a <laughs> hostel. I
0: love them so much.
2: I love their I love them too. They're all so weird looking and they do not speak any English. And it's just so precious to me to like imagine them like walking around downtown Dallas.
0: Several people texted us with questions for you about the stars. Alright, <laughs> here we go. I'll read this one.
2: Hi bunnies. The stars went west and brought back a new dad
0: plus a weird uncle.
2: Do you think they will put Tyler in time out? I'm sure James Nill would like to. Yeah. Okay, like remember that. Remember? Yeah, when that remember
0: fucking horse shit?
2: That happened like 10 mm-hmm. years ago. I don't know. I feel like it happened so long ago. Um, I would like to see what happens to the top line of the Dallas Stars this season. I would be interested to see if these two acquisitions of, of cool dad and weird uncle uh, affect his ice time at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. I think I think they're going to be fighting with him versus him fighting I his,
0: think it's, his time. We can safely assume that Corey Perry will not affect Tyler Sagan's ice time this year.
2: I mean, I would love to see Corey Perry go Super Saiyan, <laughs> but I don't
0: know if that's going to happen. <laughs> okay, somebody else texted you and said, has Christina forgiven the Stars for not re-signing Zook? Literally, no, I have not. Till the grave.
2: And like, after learning more than two facts about the Minnesota Wild, I'm even more mad right. about it. But no, I haven't forgiven them. I think it was a mistake. I, I really can't say anything more about it at this
0: time. I'm
2: tearing up right now.
0: Okay. This is somewhat related. (laughs) I feel like this answer is going to be related. I've been listening for a while now and have noticed that Christina, like me, is a woman of taste who likes the stars. If you could change anything about this team, what would it be? Greetings from Mexico.
2: Oh my gosh. We have fans from Mexico? That's so cool. Okay. Uh, Anyway. Well, I mean, yeah, you already know my answer to this one. I would sign my short raccoon boy, Matts. You know what I'm gonna do after we finish recording this is I'm gonna listen to the song Maps <laughs> by Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah on repeat in my bed for three hours like I used to in high school, but it pretend it's a, it's. <laughs> um, I would also uh change up the jerseys because they're ugly.
0: You don't like them? Would you make them a darker green?
2: No, I love the green. I like the Kelly. The Vic, The victory green Ugh. is actually what it's called. Just so thank you. Know. you. I, I'm recording this wearing my Carolina Nino. Hurricanes
0: Nino shirt.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the star. I don't like the design of the star. That's fair. I don't know what I would do to make it better. I'll think about this. Okay. Anyway,
0: moving on. Do you want to talk about something sadder than Matt Zuccarello? Let's talk about the Oilers.
2: (laughs) I was like, no, I don't want to talk about global warming. But yeah, the Oilers.
0: Are the Oilers sadder than global warming? At this point, I feel like it's almost equal.
2: Well, honestly, they're sort of the same because it's almost just like watching two man-made natural disasters snowball into larger and larger crises. Right,
0: and everybody's going, "Somebody should stop this! Somebody should stop this!" And we're just like kind of watching.
2: Entropy is eternal, just like the Edmonton <laughs> Oilers.
0: That's so horrible. That should have been their tagline. Oh my <laughs> At God. Edmonton Oilers. Entropy is eternal. So the Oilers again <laughs> stuck in reverse. <laughs> have not done that much to again improve their group around Connor McDavid. I mean, it's been two weeks and James Neal is already playing on the first line with there him. He goes. What is there to say? There <laughs> there's a lot of limits on obviously how well the Oilers are able to do because they have like crazy cap constraints because mostly because of McDavid's contract, but also they have literally nobody to trade Mm -hmm. five Oilers players equals one third line winger on any other team. Like you would have to get rid of a third of your team for one good player.
2: You know what it reminds me of? And you're going to, you're going to actually like this reference, you know, with the first uh, star Wars movie Mm -hmm. where it's like they're selling robot parts. Yes. That's what I think of whenever I think of their locker (laughs) room. just a bunch of busted ass robots
0: (laughs) so yeah the Oilers basically they still look like an AHL team once you get past the first line and even that's a little bit suspect
2: they have Mike Smith oh Mike Smith congrats
0: (laughs) congrats on that man let's talk about the Kings
2: there's nothing to say they literally didn't do anything
0: and that's really weird to me because they Mm -hmm. finished second to last in the league last year
2: I mean, I know that they have some extreme cap restraint issues just because of the spending they had to do to win in the early aughts. Mm-hmm. But for them to not dump and run on somebody, it's just, I, I, I can't defend right. it. And I'm I'm just like, how can you defend that to your fan base? There's two fucking teams in LA and they're both terrible. Right. <laughs> Give one to Texas.
0: No, I agree.
2: I think one should go to Texas and I think the other one should go to Albuquerque. Gabble, gavel. That's all she wrote. All right. Would you like to talk about like a more entertaining mess? Yeah. Can we
0: please talk about Paul Fenton?
2: Let's discuss Paul Fenton. So when all this stuff was happening this summer, I did not read it. In Minnesota, to clarify. In Minnesota. By the way, we're talking about the wild now. Wake up.
0: Something people have never said. Wake up. We're talking about the wild.
2: Let's go. Yes. When all this stuff was going down with Paul Fenton and sort of the, the news was breaking about the dysfunction in the front office there, I didn't read it because it's a fucking Minnesota to Wild, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Literally, if, who are they? I don't know other than JT Brown and Matts, and now Matts. Yeah, I didn't read it because I was mad and also didn't care. So whenever I was preparing for this episode, I read some of the articles on it, and what the fuck <laughs> is going on up there, y'all? What is going on? So Paul Fenton was the former GM of the Predators. And so he moved from the Preds to be the GM at the uh, for the Wild. And so one guy owns both of these teams, by the way.
0: Summer in Minnesota, winter in Nashville.
2: Basically, he ran it. Like he tried to create like a family atmosphere apparently, and just Gross. A little tip, little tip from your girl here. Uh, if someone says we treat each other like a big family in your office, you need to find a new get the office, fuck out as soon as possible. You're about to face some bad shit.
0: Like you're gonna scream at each other over dinner.
2: Wow, you're gonna take my door off my head. <laughs> yeah, hinges? cool. Thanks, boss.
0: When you hear your family.
2: So like you you can read about like the level of dysfunction that was happening for the over the past like 15 because he was only there for 15 Mm -hmm. months. But just some of the highlights (laughs) that I really enjoyed. So we all remember whenever Nino uh, Niederreiter got traded to the Canes in exchange for Victor Rask. And
0: everyone was like, what
2: the fuck? Because that's a really bad trade for the Wild to have made. Even though Nino wasn't performing well that year.
0: His production was down from the year before, but also Victor Rask had like cut his finger on a kitchen knife and was injured.
2: So my favorite takeaway from the things I read was that Minnesota didn't send any scouts to look at Victor Rask. They didn't go see him play one time. Carolina watched Nino play 10 times before they said yes to the trade. Did he think he was going to get Tuka Rask? What the fuck is happening? He just saw the last name. He's like, all right, let's go. That's good enough for me. So I am really upset that my boy, Matt, is going to have to deal with this level of dysfunction. They are so thoroughly mediocre in every other way.
0: So they fired Paul Fenton at, like, the end of July, so that was a nice 15 months for him. It was literally like he was trying to get fired. You know right. when you know you have to break up with somebody, but you don't actually want to do it, so you just start, like, doing weirder, worse shit to see if you can, like, force their hand?
2: All right, um... Anyway...
0: No, I not don't know that i'm not saying it's cheat on people and then we break up
2: because of that (laughs) yeah so basically
0: like you know where you just do some wild shit to ensure that they're the ones who end the relationship not you
2: yeah so you get to be the good guy uh i can't wait for whenever we see him again when he's gonna be named another gm probably
0: like the oilers
2: (laughs) yeah well let's go come on like we should all get a turn
0: honestly the preds baby our new Our new home Nashville Yeah, we went to Nashville like three weeks ago and had the best weekend of our entire lives. It's the greatest city on earth.
2: I just want to share one story from uh when we went to Nashville. Okay. Audrey and I, I know this is going to seem unlikely, but we shut the bar down at 3 a.m. On, on a, a Sunday. Sunday. We shut Dino's down. Uh, We became the queens of Dino's. We did. We got free food and free natter days. It was the best night of our lives. What could
0: you really ask for?
2: And we got to meet our uh, lovely friend, Eva, who also does a hockey podcast. It's called You Can't Do That.
0: If you like the caps at all, that's your show, baby.
2: We love Nashville what are they up to I almost said scholastic not
0: even sure who plays for Nashville anymore Brian Boyle maybe I don't know um they traded P.K. Subban during the draft which was amazing because I remember waking up in Vancouver rolling over mm-hmm. checking my phone and being like wait what <laughs> They sent him where? Go We can just go ask everybody <laughs> later. Where? Um, so basically they traded PK so that they could make room to force a Matt Duchesne trade. So again, Christine and I have always been right. We've never had a bad take on this podcast, including the fact that the Preds are actually secretly not very good. Yes. Okay, so they went to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2017. And then after that, they've just kind of plateaued like the last two seasons.
2: President's Trophy
0: winners. They've not produced ever up to anybody's expectations. Like they fizzled out in the playoffs every year since then.
2: And it's not just a failure from like offense or defense. It's like a team-wide just slump.
0: So I think that they're hoping that Matt Duchesne kind of solves some of that. He's like the most boring man in hockey next to John Tavares, but
2: he's so fucking boring. And they're gonna have him with the guitar. Yeah, he loves everywhere.
0: playing country music and like singing about Jesus. So he'll probably have a great time there.
2: Do you think it's gonna turn anything around for them? Like what is your opinion?
0: The thing is, I just don't care. They yeah. traded all their personality away. I miss PK. They really did.
2: I hope he wins the Stanley Did Cup. Did you see
0: that he was doing a ropes course with Jack Hughes <laughs> a couple okay, days you ago? You like you
2: literally can't tell me about that kind of stuff because my heart- It's really cute. Has already grown so much this summer, and if it grows anymore, I'll die. Let's- oh! Oh, is it time for my five minutes hate? Yes. I believe it Can is! is. me start with a
0: text? Let's start with the text about the San Jose About the Sharks. San Jose Sharks. Somebody texted us, welcome back. Long-time listener, first-time commenter, as a fan of San Jose who has lived in Edmonton his whole life, what can I look forward to this season? Christina, I feel like that's a good question for you. A San Jose fan who lives in Edmonton wants to know what to look forward to this season.
2: Well, first of all, I really commend your uh, choice to not be an Oilers fan. Uh, I love that for you. I think that's great. I don't know why the fuck you would pick the San Jose Sharks. (laughs) the greatest enemies. Have you listened to the show? Do you understand that they suck and are awful? I mean, all right. Let me level with you here. The San Jose Sharks are good. They have a really solid team. They've got some of the most interesting and dynamic defensemen in the league. So, like, you have a lot to look forward to in terms of just explosive scoring. I think where you're going to be really disappointed is the fact that Another, I'm, like, going to lose my marbles. I'm about to lose my marbies over this. Another several months goes by. No upgrades in the net. Yeah. They're going to double down on Martin Jones. <laughs> I hate Martin he Jones. He of the 0. 0.8, like, <laughs> save percentage or something. Whatever. Stats are fake, except when it
0: comes... From Namita.
2: <laughs> from Namita. Or it helps me make my point. They made no upgrades in the net. I don't know how you can call yourself a GM and not see that huge problem.
0: By signing Eric Carlson. By re-signing him to a giant contract. Eric-
2: Carlson can't is not a goalie, though. He's going to just stand is, okay. in
0: front of Martin Jones all season.
2: That's great. But they're also paying him, like, $100 million, and he's injured all the time. I mean, like, I know that they had to pay him that, and I know that he's worth it or whatever. But my man's hip is, like, falling off of his body all the time. Anyway, or it's his groin, I think. Mm-hmm. So... That's basically all they did this summer also. Yes.
0: They also re-signed Joe Thornton. He decided that he is going to stick around for another year.
2: And Tomas Hurdle also got key of the playoff luck. That's that's weird. That's always so weird to me. Anyway, I hate this team. (laughs) You should hate them too. Go Stars. What
0: about the Blues? The Blues. The Blues. The reigning champs.
2: I keep forgetting that too. It's like I just wiped the Stanley Cup from my memory. So the Blues obviously had a very uh, drunk Mm -hmm. summer. We all had so much fun. We had a great time. Following along. I don't think they touch the levels of debauchery that the Caps had. But it was like a wholesome joy. You know what I mean? So something else I learned recently about the Blues is how old they are.
0: (laughs) Like their franchise or the players?
2: No, no, like the oh. players. You know, a lot of teams they'll have they'll have on their on their roster age group clusters, mm-hmm. but there's only five guys who are under twenty five on the Blues. They're also
0: way majority Canadian too. Like they have the most Canadian players yeah. out of any team in the NHL.
2: It's like a weird a weird group of boys. But I read all this precious stuff about Robert Thomas getting recognized at Mizzou games, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just getting college experience." And also, I think. He he saw his first marching band <laughs> ever because he was like, that was fucking amazing. How I've did they know where to go? Like that, they
0: know where to line up?
2: He literally said that. It was so good. It was. I love them so much. So I guess hockey wise, which is the reason you're listening to this podcast. They didn't do anything other than a completely bizarre little switcheroo with Joel
0: Edmondson. They traded Joel Edmondson for Justin Falk. It was kind and of And they bizarre. gave Justin
2: Falk an absurd amount of money in terms. He's getting, like, five years and, like, some amount of money. That's dumb too much. dump truck full of
0: money, which good for him.
2: The other thing that happened this summer was that Pat Maroon, hometown boy, did leave. For
0: Tampa. For he's Tampa. retired. He's going to Florida.
2: Good for him. He's got his ring and he's going to make $700,000 yeah. in Tampa. That's so little money. <laughs> he's not very good.
0: He does his best.
2: They also re-signed Jordan Bennington. They, they re-signed all their guys. I don't know. I mean, I, I would like to see them do really well again this season. What I'm not looking forward to is the amount of people who are going to take like an objectively bad team and be like well they could be just like st louis can't wait to see those takes flying i have
0: one note about the blues literally one line and it is robbie fabry got his tooth knocked out during the stanley cup parade how did he do
2: that i didn't hear someone elbowed
0: him in the face another team member elbowed him in the face he had never lost a tooth playing hockey but he lost a tooth during the stanley cup parade
2: Wait, wait, wait. Well, okay, one more thing before we move on from the Blues. Can we just, like, have a 30 seconds of remembrance that Michael Delzado got a date with the Cup?
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, work? this is a fake league. Should we talk about the Canucks? Our favorite team
2: Our in favorite the world. Our favorite team in the world.
0: Locked up Brock Besser. Three-year Bridgedale. Great. They also added Tyler Myers. Um, Big Sure. Boy. Christina loves Tyler Myers because he is from texas and is like six foot eight and has a neck like a giraffe
2: i think he's he looks like a little lizard
0: they signed him to a five-year contract for six million dollars a year and Deb. a full no move clause
2: that's so cool big dick Meyer is just like coming into the arbitration room like all right jim bidding do you want some of this smooth body tyler myers said you give me that number or i'm slithering out of here <laughs> I love
0: him. That may have been one of the worst trades um, of the offseason. They also got Michael Furland from cool. the Canes. Brock's contract is like a three-year bridge deal. It's like about $6 million a year. They're full up. Their cap space is 0.0%. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, like looking at them in terms of acquisitions and stuff that they did this year.
2: <laughs> They're not going to make the playoffs again.
0: <laughs> the thing is, on paper they should be better this year than they were last year. In practice, will they be better? No, probably not. Because you know what? People get injured and that's what happens. I mean, we saw that last year when Pedersen or Brock, when their star players are out, they fall apart.
2: They don't have like that leadership. So
0: you can guess that that's going to happen again this year, at least once or twice. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I also think the Yotes are going to make the playoffs. So you should never listen to anything I say. We did get one text about Vancouver.
2: Hey, bunnies. Mike here. What's up, Mike? Which Hughes brother is more fun? Jack's definitely had an eventful summer, but I like Quinn as a dark horse pick.
0: Okay, well, this is a really good question. It's actually so good that we had to turn to an expert.
2: We weren't prepared to answer this one, but
0: our friend Mallory... Mallory had hers ready to go, and I think we should just, like, roll it and let her do her thing.
1: Okay, so it's obviously Quinn, but the reason it's not Jack... Is because you can't go first overall and be fun like this is not how things work also he's a Taurus Um, but Quinn however went to Michigan for like two years and like extreme air quotes on like went to school at Michigan because he probably just took like every single entry-level class where it was exclusively participation points and just like sat in the back super high every single day uh, which I respect and then he went back this fall to like tailgate because he loves to have fun and then he's best friends with Brady, and so they like definitely have like gotten into some weird tomfoolery, I guess. And oh, and then in Slovakia, um, there's an the interview where Quinn just has like this like weird bruise on his neck that does not look like you could sustain that in the hockey, and is probably just a weird ass hickey. And then what else? Oh, there was some interview with like. Jack and Quinn, that was also, I think, from Worlds, and they said that Quinn got in the most trouble growing up, which I guess like is probably just from hot boxing the bathroom or something. Oh, I guess I just kind of dove into this and didn't actually mention the most important thing, which was why you even asked me in the first place, which is that Quinn loves smoking mid, which I is like my most important hypothesis and like only contribution in my short life that I've actually made that probably matters. And it's just because, like, literally every single photo of him, he just looks completely out of it. Literally look it up. I can send you, this is a visual, not a visual format, but I definitely sent Christina, like, a bunch of pictures the other day of just, like, these, like, rare Quinn pics from, like, the University of Michigan where he just, like, looks like a goblin. So he probably, like, spent, like, his stipend on, like, literally, like, a 99 cent thing of, like, white bread and just, like, peanut butter and just ate that and just went and bought ditch weed from some dude's dorm room. I probably have, like, a lot of other things to add to why Quinn is so much more fun than Jack, and why Quinn is the best Hughes brother, excluding, like, maybe Luke, who I don't know anything about, who's a child. But I can't think of them, because I didn't plan this out at all. Okay, bye.
0: I mean, what else do we have to say? There's nothing to add. Okay. Vegas, Golden, Knights.
1: Um. I think they had
0: severe trauma from the penalty killing, crazy game seven of the first round of the finals last year.
2: Do you think they like ran around in a
0: circle and talked about how it made them feel? Probably. Like if I worked for that team, I'd be like, we need to have a gathering and just kind of get everybody's feelings out about this. It was really awful.
2: I'm still thinking I'm still mad.
0: I'll die mad about it. Fuck the I Sharks? have nothing else to say about the knights. To show in. I think they will be better this year because if only because they signed Mark Stone at the trade deadline and he's so good. Shout out to Manny. That's his favorite player. <laughs> so like, we'll see what happens.
2: We've reached the end
0: of the world. We've reached the North Pole.
2: We've reached the North Pole. We're going to talk about Christina's weird favorite team, the Winnipeg Jets. The Winnipeg- Jets had what was to me and all five other Winnipeg Jets fans a very unsatisfying uh, exit from the playoffs last season I mean this is a team that has for the last several years been thought as a perennial like cup favorite favorite to go far into the playoffs They had sort of a a weird summer because I think they are sort of in the same situation as Tampa where it's like you look at your roster and you're like okay realistically how much of this should I change and how much of this can I Mm -hmm. change. So their whole summer was pretty much taken up with re-signing Patrick Line and uh, Kyle Connor. So Line got just a barn burner of a two-year bridge deal which i really like for him because i think he wants to get out really fast right. he sees two more years of okay maybe we'll actually make a run for it this year and they also signed kyle connor for seven years uh 50 million average value of seven a year so they have their offensive talent locked in
0: they're good here's there. what i think about kyle connor I think he's really cute. Like, sound off. Christina. Okay. Kyle Connor. Yes or no?
2: I need to, like, look at him. No! Audrey! God, you would think he's, he's hot! He's cute. I'm just he's, saying. No! He's cute. Okay, He's here's good the thing, to look at. Like, why on a team that has Blake Wheeler on it would you, like... I'm just looking at him right now. Okay, He this, just has a nice face. Just he just it. has
0: a nice face. I'm sorry.
2: Well, now that we've had this digression to talk about looks... They also do not have a defense anymore, so that kind of sucks. This affects me very personally, uh, both as a fan of the Jets and also <laughs> as the proud owner of Dustin Bufflin in Count'em 1-2 Fantasy Leagues. I'm very upset that he is cited. I mean, I'm not upset. Like, take your time. But also, maybe please come back so I don't have to waive you in my two leagues because you seem like a really nice guy. I don't know. I think this is probably their last real go of it right. this year. I mean, Blake Wheeler's old. God, he's so fucking hot. And, like, Mark Shifley is also very good and will probably
0: leave. That's the thing. It's, like, people don't want to stay in yeah. Winnipeg after two years of playoff bus. Wow. Color me shocked. Oh, my God. What? You, you don't you don't want to buy a nice house in Thunder Bay?
2: <laughs> I should have gone up whenever I lived in Minneapolis. Like, it would have just been, like, an eight-hour drive. We
0: should go, like, next summer. To Winnipeg? Well, I'm not okay. going any other time of the year.
2: Here's the thing, Audrey: is you can't just say things like we should go
0: because what happens? Then we do, and we have a great time. We do. So I should really say it more. <gasps> Something to think about.
2: Audrey's coming to see me for my birthday. We're gonna get the crom and and salt and pepper shakers. Anyway, is that all? That's of all it? we did. Oh, it. in
0: Seattle, Seattle's chugging. They're not real to me unless you're playing games. You're not real to me. What are you gonna do? Draft all my favorite players for my team. <laughs> That's really good. I would like them to listen
2: so that they can hire us to be. You know how like Arizona has the spit and chicklets people as their like culture. Culture. Culture builders. <laughs> That's what Seattle should do with you and me. Come on, rise up yeah, Seattle. Let's go. Sock go eyes, sock eyes, baby. baby.
0: Well, Christina. We kept it tight. The start of the regular season is tomorrow. Very excited to do another year of this with you, my treasured friend, and with our friends and fans around the world. I would like you to sound a little more excited
2: about that.
0: I brought it down because I'm serious. Getting my head in the game.
2: Hit me with that alto.
0: Uh... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot that you were a tenor or whatever i guess i will now read the phone number for our show so if you want to call in with your questions or anything else you can dm us you can text us you can call us for next week's episode at 774-318-6952 please rate and review us on itunes can i
2: tell you a secret about the the reviews they're not all me but I do, uh, I do read them when I get sad. So if you want me to like have something to look at when I'm sad, write a nice review.
0: If you want to really damage Christina mentally, write a really mean review. Okay, don't do that. Actually, I'm sorry for even putting that thought out into the world. Don't do that. People are going to do that, do that, now. that
2: Or like still rate it really highly, but say yeah. really mean <laughs> stuff about me. That would be really funny. Wow, Audrey should just like get a new part. Oh, I'm like making my... Yeah. <laughs>
0: you really set yourself up for that. <laughs>
2: But after you're finished reviewing us and being mean to me, you should follow us on Twitter at, at @puckbunnies_pod. You can follow us on Instagram, where sometimes I go sicko mode and post mm-hmm. a lot in like one hour. Media at, Matters for America. <laughs> at Media Matters for America. Uh, no, but you can follow us on Instagram at, at @puckbunnies_pod. No underscore. If you feel like giving us some money, which you should, because I'm
0: moving this month, so I need some money.
2: You know how like we like to do a lot of charity. Uh, well, this the charity this. Month month is Audrey that.
0: needs to buy moving boxes.
2: So if you want to help Audrey move, you can do that at patreon.com slash puck bunnies pod. I'm Christina. I'm Audrey. And this has been
0: Puck bunnies Let's go, baby.
2: Season two take a little time